And we're back. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Dan. And this is another episode of Millenniating. And we're going to do another episode, Coronavirus Edition. Yeah, so we're going to do a little update right now on what we know, but on the other end of that, um, we're going to talk about some things you can do while quarantined. Yeah, because those of you who are not introverts are probably losing your mind. That sucks. <laughs> Whereas I am loving that I've it is been socially acceptable to stay home all the time. <laughs> this is this is my life. It's right? like social distancing. Okay, is that what is that what it was called before when I was doing it? I just called it nap time. Nap time, right? Now it's totally acceptable, and 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 it's a great time for those of you who don't get enough sleep to catch up on your sleep, and um, you know do things around the house. That's what I'm doing too. I'm like, wow, I haven't cleaned this bookshelf in a long time. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, so for an update um, on the coronavirus. Um, in hospital update, you know, I, I work for a relatively big hospital. We have multiple locations and we are already seeing shortages of masks and other personal protective equipment, even though we have yet to have a positive case at our location. Um, which I think is even more interesting, you know, that now we're using them so much to try to protect from potential cases that, you know, we're, we haven't even used them for actual cases yet and it's like we should be protecting from potential cases but I don't think a lot of people who are buying them up in stores and wearing them at the grocery stores are really connecting those dots of once the hospitals run out or we have to start using makeshift ones it makes us more susceptible and then we're not just going to have a shortage of masks you're going to start to have a shortage of medical personnel yep. of doctors and nurses and then there's not going to be people in the hospital to take care of you so it it's this is yes everybody needs to you know every man for themselves and stock up and prepare at home and self-isolate and do all that stuff too but people really need to be considering the effects that this is going to have on hospitals on the medical end it's going to be bad so one thing that new york's doing is uh what is is it Cuomo? Uh, I haven't heard that term. What do you mean? The the governor. Um, so the governor of New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, you're like I don't know. I'm just like talking that. politics to people who. Uh, oh, by the way, Amy's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. It's my home, and I'm quarantined. So. Um, so quote, I think it's Cuomo. I'll, or the governor of New York put out a thing that was like, if your business has the ability to create things that we need, we will buy them. Yes. Like, we'll spend state money on it. So, um, Christian Siriano, the designer... I love him! Yeah, so Christian Siriano was like, we can sew masks. Mm -hmm. So, he was like, we're in talks with the governor. And so, like, they announced a thing where, like, Christian Siriano's company is sewing masks for the city. Which is great. Yeah, it's... so, New York, that sounds great because they have a lot of business there. Mm -hmm. I don't know who does that in Philly. But, um, I don't either. So if you know anyone, seriously, reach out to them and help the hospitals out. And while, I mean, the CDC and JCO lowered standards so that we can get away with using this stuff, but technically using bandanas and sewn masks are not the ultimate protection. But, you know, like my hospital just mandated that every nurse, every medical personnel has to wear a mask at all times unless you're eating, drinking in the break room. So if we can wear sewn masks with patients like I'm postpartum, we're going to know beforehand, most likely, if those patients have come back positive, but we're wearing them to protect ourselves. Those situations, it's more okay for us to wear the sewn ones and reusable ones than it is for us to wear the respirators because then we're not wasting the respirators. Then yeah. when we do have a positive patient, we can give them the disposable ones and we're not using, reusing them in other rooms. So mm -hmm. it, every, every little bit help, help. Every little bit counts in helping during this yeah i don't know why that sentence was so hard for me to know. say um so let's do the update we talked a little bit about the um last week i was on a phone call with our representative from the house um and they were talking about how they passed in the house a stimulus package yes. um that went to the senate and we now know that the senate did not pass it yet um they've the, they delayed it mm -hmm. to quote unquote fix things and then relaxed the language enough that the Democrats were like, we didn't have any say in this bill. 
right. and we don't like the language. So yeah. um, essentially, the Republicans basically said, this is exactly how we want it. And then the Democrats said, no. And then the Republicans <gasps> went, why are they making this a partisan issue? <laughs> right. When they basically took all of the Democratic points out in the first place. Yes. Um, so... So for those of you who sit like me and who do sit more conservatively, I'll, I'll admit, I, I read the article when it first came out that it didn't pass through Senate, and I lost my shit. I was so mad about it. But then, you know, I did what I try to do for the most part, and I tried to sit middle ground, and I read through the rest of the article, and a lot of what they were saying makes sense. You know, it sounds like the government's really trying to come together to help everybody. So according to the article that I read, the reason that the Democrats did not vote to pass it is because, like Dan said, they felt that the language and the wording was going to allow businesses to get these bailouts and still lay off and fire people, which is what they don't want, or buy back stocks was the other thing that they're yeah. afraid that they're going to do. Yeah, that seemed the two, the two things that were pointed out in the NBC article um, were really, yeah, they, the Democrats wanted them to say that if you're receiving government money, you're not going to fire people. Um, that is, I'm sure there's a, a an issue there that I'm not seeing. Like, for restaurants right now, it's kind of better to lay someone off. Yeah. Because then that person can go on unemployment. But the unemployment system's being taxed to the, like, to the max right now. Right. But basically, like, if no one's coming into the restaurant, you're not getting tips, then that you're not going to make money from your job. So in laying you off and giving you the opportunity to um, actually collect some unemployment money, um, it's going to be much more than working for no tips. Right, right. Um, so it's like it, it's it's a very delicate situation right now with unemployment. And with, but I'm sure that language could be put in. Like if they're, right. if they're tipped workers, if they're not on hourly wage and you can't, if you can't guarantee their wage then mm -hmm. yes they don't they can be laid off or fired right and it um, sounds like it sounds like when what they're trying to do with with the language and reverting it is is they want this stimulus bill to try to pass with as few loopholes as possible because i mean one of the biggest issues with with uh like politics and business and all that good stuff is you know the higher ups really know how to play the loopholes and that's always how it's been mm -hmm. and that's kind of just part of capitalism and it's like it's not fine but there's not much we can do about it but this is a national this is a global crisis that's nationally going to crash our economy and so i think they want to make sure that there are as few loopholes as possible for this to get taken advantage of as we start to be on the upswing of this again yeah so the last thing that we saw during um, the tax, the tax cuts last year, um, well, the Trump tax cuts were that the businesses that took that stimulus put a lot of that money into stock buybacks to drive their stocks up, which we know increases the CEO's wealth because the CEO and the top people are paid and invested in the stocks. Mm -hmm. Um, so they get to go like, oh, I increased the money, the value <coughs> of my company. Um, by buying their stocks back, but then they also increase their own net worth. I wasn't um, coughing because I'm sick. I'm coughing because I choked on coffee. That's fine. <laughs> At this before point. We, before we throw her out of the house. Before, they, like, before I get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You finish your point first. And then okay. We'll bring that up. Okay. So uh, the worry here is that if we give businesses a, st a stimulus and we don't restrict the, the use of the stimulus money for buybacks, um, that they're going to just take advantage of the situation, still fire people, and then put the money into their company to make it look like, oh, our net worth didn't go down as much as the rest of the companies. Right. We're going to be fine Which, and just put that falsity out there. And then in three months, they're going to be like, government, well, we bail me out again. Money. Like, we're right. bankrupt. Right. Um, so, and like, we cannot just keep doing that. Businesses were supposed to basically bank the money that came back as stimulus mm -hmm. or use it to improve their company instead they spend it on nothing right and then now they're they can't stay open like they don't have a a three-month savings to keep their business running Neither sorry your multi-billion dollar business right 
and neither do the people and it's like people are in shock that a lot of us don't have savings to like you know support us for a couple weeks you know like people seem to be really surprised by how many people like even me as a nurse I, I mean I don't live to the dime paycheck by paycheck but but for the most part I do you know when you're paying a lot of student loans back exactly and... majority of both of my paychecks goes towards bills and debt and all that good stuff and people are like shocked that we don't have 10 grand in our savings accounts to like you know dilly right. dally with for a couple months and it's it's because of these loopholes and the way these business owners deal with it and I, and I do think that there needs to be a lot of restrictions to to right, if you're giving businesses more money, then we you should have the say in what they do with it. Now the the other concern is that like they're just gonna they'll take the money now and then on the other end of this, then they'll just immediately start doing stock buybacks and things like that. Right, like they'll hoard um, what's given to them instead of right. trickling it down like it's supposed to be. Right, like it, they're not basically the worry is that they're not gonna use it to stimulate the economy. And there should be enough restrictions to make sure that that money that they're given follows strict rules. Right. No. Their best bet is probably just to give it to the people. Like, to not. I, I understand that, like, that's not how it works. And I don't know enough about politics and businesses to, like, genuinely comment on this. But, you know, in my very, very, very very simplistic understanding of all this i mean they're probably better off just letting us log in online and verify our person by social security number and giving us money that way and giving it directly to the people instead of to the businesses yeah. because that's what we're going to do with it well they're also going to they're going to go off of your your 2018 tax filings mm -hmm. to determine like on a scale how much they want to give. Right. Um, so one of the other things that the Democrats had an issue with was they felt like um, the amount given to lower income people wasn't enough. It's that, probably and it's probably not. Right. You you like you can't go based off that. They should they should go based off what's a quote unquote livable wage yeah. you know that Even thing that not enough people correct. don't make right and right, that's not going to be if enough. you calculate how much someone in an area needs to live for a month then that needs to be what you give them right if, you, if they can't mm -hmm. if they can't work right and like amy said i don't know if this picked up on the mic was the people we don't have the choice but to spend it you know like we can't just squirrel it away and then buy stocks when this all gets better. Like, mm -hmm. we, we have to. I mean, I'm pretty good at grocery shopping, and mm -hmm. I, I save, and I coupon, and, you know, I try to go as little as I can, and I bulk up when I do. I have spent so much money on groceries in the last couple weeks just to make sure I had stuff. And, no, I'm not one of those loons that's bought, like, 12 packs of toilet paper, but since Kevin and I both work in the medical field, one of us is gonna get it is what we're banking on you know i can't be certain but at this point i'm pretty certain and then we're both done for at least a month you know like and we can't go out we can't if we get sick and so i want to make sure that we're prepared for that mm -hmm. and um you know so i i don't have a choice like i i have to spend the money that i do have on those things so that i don't you know starve <laughs> while i'm quarantined mm -hmm. um so it's definitely, I'm very interested to see what the government decides to do. Um, something else that's been going on a lot that I would very much like to encourage people from not doing is um, nurses and doctors have actually started getting like jumped in grocery stores and like yelled at. Somebody, like people are spraying them with Lysol in public because we're out and about. And I get that like we shouldn't go into stores and our scrubs after work which none of us are doing right now. But a lot of us, like, I like to go before work. Like, on my way, if I work at night shift, I leave an hour early, I stop at the store, I get stuff, and then I go to work. I, I swear to Christ, the first person that sprays me with a can of Lysol is getting it shoved down their throat. Because that's just absurd. Right. Like, it's rude. It's yeah, mean. It is, but on the other hand, it's also kind of dumb to walk into a store in your scrubs and, like, face mask right now when you know people are going crazy. Yeah. You know? It's like just... And also, you probably shouldn't go into the dirtiest place possible and then take those scrubs into a hospital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, yeah. you should probably get changed at the hospital. Uh, so right now, so as I said last week, we've limited, we've cut off all visitors. I just, I, earlier I said, you know, we were starting to have shortages. Um, 
something else we're preparing to do is we're preparing to set up like quote unquote changing stations and it's like you have to come in in street clothes you change i don't know if they're going to be like in the lobbies or whatever but they're starting to pre prepare for wanting us to change in-house change mm -hmm. out of them and then leave that way mm -hmm. um it's it's getting it's getting it's getting a little intense when we went to the grocery store there was this old man next to the frozen aisle and he lit like as soon as we start walking by him he just starts like hacking up a lung Ugh. and i'm like six feet <laughs> and and some people are questioning that six feet thing and it's yes it's a guesstimate but the the science and rationale behind the six feet distance is that's about how far like a sneeze or a cough can travel Mm -hmm. droplet you know so that's why they're saying six feet obviously more is better and none at all like no contact is great i saw a picture of a walgreens where they measured out six feet and taped down pieces of mm -hmm. paper and so when people were standing in line they were like this is your spot which is smart <laughs> yeah that at work too that's really smart the other thing that um I heard places are going to start doing it, and they need to rethink this just a little bit, is they want to start limiting how many people can be in a grocery store at a time, which that part is smart. But then what people are going to start doing is they're going to start lining up outside to wait right. their turn, and then they're all going to be standing two inches from each other waiting their turn. Right. So we, we need to figure out a better, a better way to handle this. Something else a lot of people aren't understanding is, you know, people keep saying we're trying to flatten the curve. We're trying to flatten the curve. And yes, that's right. Um, because flattening the curve is going to prevent the overwhelming the medical system. Mm -hmm. So if we, like, we're trying to make it, it's, we're to the point where it's pretty much inevitable a lot of people are going to get sick. A vast majority of the population is probably going to get this. And while a majority of that majority should be okay, there's going to be the unfortunate end of it, but it's better for the healthcare, for healthcare as a whole, to get one small spike and then a couple weeks later another spike and then a mm -hmm. couple weeks later another spike instead of getting everybody at one time. Right which is what happened in Italy and it's why so many people are dying so quickly because their health system is just overwhelmed. Well, the other thing is like the social distance thing, we're what we're a week into it mm -hmm. and has it only been a week? The virus yeah. takes about like <laughs> the, Well, the virus takes about 2 weeks to to manifest. To manifest. So, mm -hmm. a lot of people are socially distancing and staying at home and don't know they have it yet. Right. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that within this week are going to start showing symptoms mm -hmm. that you didn't think you had. So. And then if you are one of those people that chose not to social distance... Then you still have two weeks to find out, pretty much. Yeah, and and if you do come down with symptoms, there's probably multiple people that you infected. And yeah. um, and that's, that's the really unfortunate thing. Um, something that we can't quite update you on is um how is is how long the disease lives there's the times keeps changing on how how long it lives on surfaces how long it lives on food how long it lives in the air there are questions now that it is an airborne disease it's i, I think right now the debate is it's still not considered true airborne but it's lasting longer in the air than your regular droplet diseases so it's kind of like a weird middle ground here is at least my understanding of what they're saying. Hmm. But we're still trying to figure out Interesting. a lot of So that would put the things. six foot thing to, to bunk, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it, it would probably have to be a longer, <laughs> longer 12 distance. 12 feet. <laughs> it would be like six feet, but then also don't walk into six feet uh, uh, circumference well, of where that person sneezed. Yeah. yeah, right? right, right. <laughs> if they did. Um, yeah, so it would be like, that six feet is dead to the world for ten minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. And, <laughs> and and you can't quite do that. Like It's not like a wet floor where you can put the cone down and be like, don't stand here. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. We'll need an app. <laughs> if every app. time you cough, pin your spot. <laughs> It'll be that, like, you know, the, like, uh, the fogged world where every time you've traveled to a place, it lifts the fog up? Yes. It'll be like that, but the whole place will be covered in fog. <laughs> Um, so obviously the situation is rapidly advancing, but the sooner we can restrict ourselves as a people, the, the, the more we'll be able to figure out basically. If we don't put these stressors on grocery stores and on healthcare, we're not going to have the shortages that we're already seeing and we're not going to have too much stress. 
And that's, that's what we're really trying to accomplish here. Yeah. And more people need to understand that. And I think our listeners probably do, but you know, share yeah. this with people that don't. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, you know, it, um, uh, my train of thought just derailed. Okay, so ready for uh, things to do during quarantine? Things to do during quarantine. Because I know that a lot of people are bored at home, which is surprising to me. Right, but... like how can you be bored? At home. At home, right? That's where all the things are. The other thing that really kind of irks me about all this is there's a lot of parents, and I'm not a parent so I don't understand, but there are a lot of parents that I've seen complaining like, what am I supposed to do with my kids? But there are also the people that like two months ago were like, man, I wish I had more quality time with my kids. And it's like, now you have it. Oh, there are also a lot of people that um, that are like, I can't believe schools don't teach cooking anymore. Right? <laughs> and then it's like, well, what do I do with my kids? Okay. Do what you thought the school should right. be doing. Right. Um, this is a great time to do home home learning. Life skills. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. sewing, cooking. Yeah. Um, art skills. Proper cleaning. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's a great discussion. Something that I just. Twenty second songs during. Well, uh, yeah. During hand so it's happy birthday for anybody that wanted to know. The other thing that I just saw online actually was it. It was a demonstration, but people could do this with their kids too. So what a doctor did was he took a pair of gloves and he took black ink, and he washed his hands the way that like you're supposed to, mm-hmm. so you could see how the ink would spread, showing that you've covered every portion. You could do the opposite of that with kids and give them like, you know, blue washable paint, you know, and tell them, all right, show me how you wash your hands. You know, like, bl- I, I don't know mm-hmm. if you have to blindfold them or whatever, but you know, and let them do what they do and then show and them how much the, they still have, the right? Off. That's a good idea. It's a really good way to practice properly washing your hands, yeah. you know? Um, and a lot of educational sites have released free programs for parents to download and put on their computers for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also something you can do at home if you have children. I'm surprised no one's thought of, like, you know how they do that with suntan lotion where it's, like, a, a color one that, like, you rubs can, in. Yeah, that rubs in to clear. Mm-hmm. Like, why has no one done that with hand, hand soap? soap? Yeah, like a dyed hand soap? A dyed hand soap that the dye like that comes off like it it makes it look like one color when you're washing and huh. it washes off when you're rinsing damn that's a million dollar idea right there could be when i was Let's in nursing school what they did to teach us proper hand hygiene was they gave us like it was basically like blue light ink mm-hmm. kind of so it was like they had us coat our hands in it and then they had us wash it and you couldn't see it until you put your hands in the box and looked in and then it was like shit right <laughs> i'm really bad at this <laughs> and that's how a lot of us learned like the proper way to do it mm-hmm. um and your quarantine is a great time to learn so that shit like this doesn't happen yeah. again so we have, uh me and amy have a friend that has been doing these nightly book readings um, and it's been fantastic. It's been awesome, yeah. So, first off, very soothing voice, Anthony. <laughs> um, he's been reading The Little Prince, so I think he finished the book yesterday and is going on to a new book tonight. Um, so basically, he gets a glass of wine and a book, and he reads a few chapters to the camera, and in between chapters, everybody takes a drink, so he's just like, get your wine, come on, sit down for the book. <laughs> So it's just like, bring your kids, sit down with them, the kids get a story, you get to drink with your friends yeah, <laughs> during social isolation. That's yeah. a great idea. It's brilliant, and yeah. it's like a good community building thing for, for the quarantine. Especially for people who don't like to read, but would like, like but would like to read. And for people that like audiobooks that combine it with a drinking game. Right, and it, and if he's doing it like, you know, over video and not mm-hmm. just sound, you know, then you can, you can sit and it'll exactly. still feel like you're with a person. Definitely and it's live so you can chat while you're doing that so like a couple of my other friends were in on it and we were like looking at we were like talking back and forth like this is so awesome yeah he's doing it over facebook video oh that's Um, great you could also i mean if you're on tiktok and you have enough people to do live streaming yeah um which is a thousand followers which i'm not at me either (laughs) But, um, but you could do it on tiktok too the there's instagram tv oh um from Queer Eye, Anthony, he does the the nutritional things on Queer Eye. Oh. And so he's doing an Instagram TV cooking during the quarantine show where he's making quarantine-themed food. That's a great idea. Very cool. Ooh, another cool way, to, another cool skill to teach your kids, because we all know they need it when they're in college, is... 
I mean, I'm sure everybody's stocked up now, but if you kind of empty out your fridge a little bit and then go, here's your leftovers and ingredients, what can you make? Mm -hmm. I personally became a pro at that. You know, like I could have like a slice of turkey and like random shit and I'll be like, let's go. Right, right. <laughs> that was a college thing for me. Mm -hmm. like. And it's, I think it's fun. Just I, figure I, out what didn't spoil and make food out right, of it. Right, and you kind of throw it all together. And yeah, yeah. So that's a good, that's fun to do too. Yeah, an exploratory cooking thing. Even just like pick a pick a thing kids love like chicken fingers mm -hmm. and teach them how to fry chicken fingers. Like yeah. it's really easy to do in a pan. Mm -hmm. um, chicken nuggets are easy if you have a food processor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's, the... it's you know slightly healthier I guess than like doing the deep fryer. Technically, <laughs> everything's healthier when you if make, you make it, it yourself because then it's not you like there's not preservatives and yeah. processes in that. Um, you know, so, so if that's If you want to know, good. uh, how to make chicken fingers and stuff like that, get at me. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll tell you my, my secrets. This is really like the isolation is, it's a really good educational opportunity. I sound like such a nerd saying that. And this isn't like, just for is. kids. Like the, no. the internet is where you can learn anything. Learn how to sew a button. Like take an hour and pull, pull so learn how learn to fix how a to button. Learn how to hem your own pants. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a chore. It does. But, it's not that bad. But you got nothing else to do. I have a pair of pants that the hem keeps falling out of, so I just learned how to fix it. And then if it falls out again, I just do a quick fix. Like, it's not professional, but yeah, uh, I still there. have to go to work a couple days a week, but, like, it, it's definitely, like, even just not being able to go out the days that I'm home has been totally different for me. So, oh, it's like, same. Yeah, so the first couple days were hard where I was like, oh, my God, I'm not doing anything. I'm so bored. And then, and then, um, but I've been finding really cool stuff lately. Like, uh, I've been working on my drawing skills because I've been having fun doodling. I found this thing today called, uh, um, it's Mo Willems, the guy that does these kids books. Mm -hmm. Um, he's doing doodling, uh, like with your kids at lunchtime or whatever. And he like makes these like couple minute long videos where he like teaches you how to draw something and oh, like cool. talks about his books a little bit. That's been cool. Um, my friend found this thing yesterday that was like a picture of like a potato with eyes and a smile, and it was like make this potato into a Disney character. So I was sent it to like a bunch of people that I knew, <laughs> and we all were like drawing it, and like I posted a bunch of those on Facebook. That's killed a lot of hours yesterday. That's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> and this is also a great time for people like me who are always tired to just catch up on your sleep. There's absolutely nothing wrong with I think, that. I think I slept for 10 hours. I, I, I mean, you slept for at least 12 hours last night. You didn't wake up till 12 today. Yeah, but I didn't fall asleep at midnight. I think you did. I don't think so. Like, I think I was up till at least one. Now is that like, it's a great self-care time. You know, like take a bubble bath, do your own nails, do a mask. Get a foot I massager. Know. I do have a charcoal mask if mm. it's... Pluck your eyebrows. Pluck your eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have... Do them yourself. You won't see people for the next three weeks. So oh my God. if you it mess up, we'll no grow back. It hasn't been November for several months. Get, you know, you're behind. You're behind. Start shaving again. I have seen a lot of those memes too where it's like women after quarantine and it's like they've got like little peach fuzz and like their <laughs> eyebrows because they can't go get it done. Like Your learn how to do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great time to learn how to like cut your own hair. Yeah, if not you're, doing that. <laughs> well, I'm saying for guys especially, yeah. if you if you go to a barber for a buzz cut and you have trimmers at home, you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> I've it, been cutting my own hair since I graduated college because I was like, spend twenty five dollars on one haircut or buy a thirty dollar pair of buzzers and do it myself forever. Right. This is like. I feel like this, this, it's, it's almost easy. I know it shouldn't be, but it's almost, it's easy to put a positive spin on this because this, this, the self-quarantine and social isolation, it's giving a lot of people time at home and to themselves that people desperately needed, you know, or people really wanted and couldn't have it. So it's like, take advantage of that. Yeah. It's like, if you normally had to work from home you'd be like this is great but because the government's telling you to do it you're like get off my back right, you're like this is terrible but i really, want to like, go do things it's still kind of great yeah. <laughs> and and i get it like i get wanting upsides. to go out yeah, yeah. Th there are definitely upsides and like i get wanting to go out and stuff like that like you know 
like they're saying like you really shouldn't invite friends over but i understand people wanting to and if you're smart about it like it's like between the th like the three of us are together right now it's like that's fine you know like if i have emily over like it's mm -hmm. okay you know don't throw quarantine parties of like 50 people that's stupid right. but you know and like you don't have to go out to a restaurant like you can't but a lot of them are doing takeaway and delivery so you could always get takeaway and a lot then, of doordash things have waived Wait. their delivery mm -hmm. fee. Or they have yeah. huge disc places have big discounts yeah. going on right now. We got DoorDash yesterday and, and it was really easy. And then set the table nice. Like make it a night, you know what I mean? For people who are like home. Yeah, like I saw a TikTok of this uh it was a teenager that was like doing themed meals for his family. That was so funny. <laughs> yes, and he yeah. did the hibachi. He did the hibachi, yes. Yeah, so. I like when he threw the egg up and it just, <laughs> and he was like, yup. Yeah. So, and then he like, he tossed the broccoli to the dog. <laughs> I love like, he's like doing fried rice and then you see the amount on each plate and it's like, it's like a quarter size thing of rice. But it's, it's really giving Very people fun. an opportunity to have quality time and learn something. Like basically just don't be like, I'm sad because I'm on side and do nothing. Thing. like here's like okay let's do a quick like everyone think of one crazy thing that you could do my thing go to your wine rack that you have been hoarding for a special <laughs> occasion google a sommelier's video or go on youtube and find it of like how to properly taste a wine and do the pretentious thing where you like swirl it and you're like mm. <laughs> oh. right like yeah, I, I said this to Amy uh, the other day oh, I poured this was a, an oak barrel <laughs> I, <laughs> I poured I poured us both glasses of wine I was like I was like let's do that thing where we smell it and say random things and <laughs> sound pretentious so it's like oh leather leather bag mm. Mm. blackberry <laughs> this is quite Gucci <laughs> I um and something else that you can do which I actually plan on doing, and again, I still have to work, but, you know, I have longer stretches off now. Um, I actually plan on um, going through my clothes, like doing spring cleaning early, because I'm sure I got a lot of stuff I can get rid of. Probably. So that's something people can do. That's productive. Um, for people who are just chilling, you know, they've done their cleaning. Chilling, you know, chilling. they've. Not there's a business. bunch of things you can still do. Um, puzzles. Puzzles are great. I love great. You know, you can do them while you're binge watching Netflix too. It's multitasking. Or like light some incense, throw on some uh, some Mahler symphonies, contemplate the truths of the universe, and do a puzzle. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna leave sure. <laughs> incense. <laughs> um, something else that a lot of people that you can do is um, a lot of like video games are going on sale too, and there's yes. a lot of online video games that you can play to stay in touch with your friends and stuff. If you're not part of the gamer community. Now it's a great time to join it. Yeah, there's a Did lot you, of noobs on. <laughs> Did you see that Netflix added like a multi? Uh, yes, Netflix function? party. So Netflix party now, so Ooh. you can watch stuff together with so people, they, and you can like chat, chat, chat yeah, yeah, yeah. which it. is which yeah. is great. I yeah. think you only have to download yeah. an edition. Like I don't even think it costs anything to add. There, there was something like this a while ago, but it, um, there was a, a company that was doing this on their own, but they went under because they couldn't host their own server fees like it was yeah. too expensive um then there was a like a google chrome add-on that did this it was just like it, it just never really picked up no it wasn't like fantastic was perfect time but, to yeah. like launch something like that yeah if it's if it's integrated into netflix like what a, it's it's been a great idea for a long time right so like jackbox games you can do remotely i believe yeah yeah so if you, jackbox games is having a sale on steam according to my Facebook. I love Steam. Um, so if you have a PC or a Mac, get Steam. And then what you can do is you can host like on Zoom or on Skype. Um, you can host like a multi-person video chat and then the person that has the game share your screen. Yeah. And so everyone, all you need is a phone. You don't have to be in the same room. It's just yeah, a you phone just that, code that goes in. into the internet. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, everyone... Uh, being on their own screen is is good. Yeah. Um, um, I know on Amazon, I, or on EA too, uh, The Sims 4 has gone on sale for $5. Your girl nice. bought it because that's great. Uh, I have that on from a, from a PlayStation Plus. <laughs> say, uh, they give the two free games, so they, The Sims 4 was one of them. Yeah, so. Have not delved into that. 
That's I'm, a world I'm, of... <laughs> that's a great way to spend hours, That's man. a great way to forget three weeks ever happened. Mm, right. <laughs> it, <is. laughs> it really is. Um, this is the actual time in my life I could do this and not worry about when I... Everything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, because when I play video games, I'm like that person, like, you know, in South Park when they're like, Mom, get the bucket! Or whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm that person that, like, won't move off the couch for, like, 48 hours. I, I <laughs> and, did, uh... And he'll come home and be like, when's the last time you ate or like went to the bathroom and i'm like oh what day is it yeah i literally set her up with um south South park Park, the stick of truth and i like i set it up she literally was sitting on the couch playing like probably at like six o'clock at night one night and then like i had to teach the next day so like i went to bed i got up she was still playing i was like did you go to bed she was like oh i took a nap on the couch (laughs) like she literally just like fell asleep with the controller in her hand woke up and started playing again i went to work and i came home and she was like i'm almost done and she beat the game within like 30 hours it's such a good game see this is the The stick of truth was a fantastic but i can't like if i get into something i become obsessed like that i can't stop playing i do the same thing i usually don't start something like that because right. then I'll be out and I'll be thinking about it all day like oh my god, I can't wait to get home and play the game I'm just, oh my god I'm the same yeah. way like Kevin and I play Stardew Valley on Steam and like when we're in a big swing or like we have a new quest that we're trying to beat I'm always like when I get home can we play for two hours and he's like yeah. he's like you know I'm actually kind of tired today and I'm like but I really want to do this right yeah. well even that is like it's good to like especially if a, if a game is not like turn based or anything mm-hmm just setting a time limit and committing to yourself like yeah. this is just yeah. going to be a two-hour thing because like honestly well, having someone else to like set those limit limits it. for yeah. you it's helpful but like if you don't have that yeah you know i'm just I playing 24 7 when i lived with a bunch of my friends and we played like overwatch or destiny together a lot of those are like you have like a 20 to 30 minute game yeah. and then it switches to another round so like we would just hand the controller around and everyone would get their chance to play. So we'd be in the room for like six hours at night, but you know, you'd be playing for 20 minutes and then you'd be talking and like have your laptop and do some work and like get some homework done or whatever. But like, so it was like a hangout time where we just passed the game around. Which, um, which is got, great. But, but yeah. even, it's not like that's the only game I've done that with. I, I used to be like, I'd play Guitar Hero at school and my roommate would like go to school, class and then come home like eight hours later and I'd still be playing Guitar Hero. Yeah. And I'd guitar be like, Holy crap, why are you still one, in that spot? Yeah. I'm so close. Like, <laughs> it's almost perfect. I got yeah. it on hard, but I can't I'm be an expert. <laughs> the beast and the heartless. <laughs> 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 And that part just like as soon as Creeper. it gets into that, and my hands are like on fire. The, yeah. I haven't played that in such a long time. Let's break that out. So the I, no, I really want to. The gamer world is definitely a great place to get into right now. Um, I know World of Warcraft is like you know they just re-released like a, a big vanilla. update. Yeah, so that's huge. Animal Crossing just came out. Now's a now's a great time to yeah, get back of, into that. A lot of people have been. Uh, obsessed with that if you're a switch player like yeah i was just gonna say i am a little jealous of people who bought the switch before all this happened because that's a pretty fun that's like there's so the much best to system do. right now it and it's great because with the switch they took all of the like party aspects of the wii and they made it better online <laughs> yeah like they really upped their internet game which nintendo has always been lagging on yeah but now like the you can do simple and easy to use like yeah, the original yeah, yeah. nest controller just yeah. like it has the joystick uh-huh. function and too, the arrows like that's it yeah it's, yeah, it's just great. you can play smash bros with anyone like you can yeah. play on the internet now you can play uh is mario party online you just played that the other um, day. Is there an online function with that? I didn't notice because we played like the two of us with the first two computers. Yeah, so it was you with computers. It's so uh, that but... would be like. Can you imagine being able to like screen share with that? That would be so much. It fun. would be so awesome. Yeah, um, and I'm and I'm sure there's there's a, a lot of games that are going on sale right now. They're because the gamer world's trying to really like eat well, this up. and there's always a springtime sale anyway. Yeah. Like, there's a mm-hmm. spring cleaning thing that the like PlayStation does every time around this year. So it really lined up with the sales. 
And I think a lot of developers are like, oh, well, everyone's home. Let's include ourselves in this sale. Right. I, think I know was, that like the the movie industry, they've like they've like cut back on releasing into theaters, but they've started releasing movies early on the different apps. Which I like. Onward with Chris Pat and Tom Holland is already on Disney Plus, and it's so good. You just reminded me how disappointed I was though. Like, I've been waiting so long for the New Mutants movie to be released. And then as the day it was released, everyone got put on social distancing <laughs> quarantine. Like, it was, like, so... Was, like, a quiet place, I just want to see it. I was over. so excited yeah. for that. So, like, either they got delayed or it's, like, I don't know, just don't go to the movies and we'll release it somehow. Like, right. I just want to see New Mutants. Yeah. It was... That's one of the movies that got really caught up in, uh, in the merger, the Disney... Uh, acquiring um, Fox's stuff. Oh, yeah. So this was a Fox movie, and then Disney acquired the mutant license again, and they were like, well, the movie's already done. We probably should release it. Drinking it took, that Gatorade it like so a long. psycho. <laughs> yeah, I wish this was a video podcast now. Um, You're like choking see, on it. Like, see Gabby, uh, don't spit Gatorade on me. I'm not very good at just like basic human thing. <laughs> <laughs> Coordinating, like, like lifting your hand up to your lips. <laughs> I wish you could see me miming it. I right wish now. you could see the she giant like orange stain. <laughs> she just dumped orange Gatorade on the only white part of her shirt. <laughs> Um, I'm definitely one of those people that does not wear white when I go out to eat. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Because it's inevitable. Um, yeah, but no are there pasta any when... are there any Steam games that you really like that can hold like large multiplayer capacities? See, I'm I haven't delved into Steam because I okay. just got um I just got a computer capable of a lot of games from yeah. my cousin. Um, so I'm much more of like on the PlayStation Four. Um, oh. Our friend just told me, and a lot of people have been seeing, there's a free-to-play Call of Duty right now called Warzone. I haven't Ooh. delved into it, but but this free-to-play thing has been going on. Fortnite really made it like huge, where they were like, let's release a full game and get everyone in free-to-play, and then we'll sell like microtransactions in it. Which is smart. It's it's decent on one Cause... level, because... Like, it's the opposite of what, like, EA does. Yeah. Uh, so EA releases a game, makes you pay $60 for it, and then still charges you things right. to play the, the game. The Sims is the perfect example of that, because you get the main game, and they're like, here's College Edition, here's Vacation yeah, yeah, Edition, yeah. here's just patio stuff, and you're like, I need to buy all of right. it. <laughs> right. But, uh, I like having the option. Mm -hmm. yeah. But Fortnite basically said, like, instead of us putting a paywall in front of things you need to play what we'll do is we'll give you everything to play the game and then we'll put a paywall in front of cosmetic things yeah and certain maps and things which yeah. has been going on or for like a while. upgrades or exclusive yeah. levels yeah so if you wanted to pay 60 dollars for the game you can get expanded things in the game but you're mm -hmm. probably most people aren't going to do that yeah it does take advantage of the addicts <laughs> they're like <laughs> i need all the loot packs out of, out of. i need all like, the things your hobby and you want to spend your money on that anyway like yeah. that's I'm like sure it's, it's the same know, thing as Pokemon Go. Right. Like, a lot exactly. of our friends put a lot of money into it yep. and buy packs. But they're not spending money on other stuff. Right. right. Whereas I just, like, when I was into it, I would be out there putting, like, getting, like, my 100 or 50 coins. coins a day. Right. And then that That's I would... more of a challenge for, like, it makes an added challenge to the game sometimes yeah. for me to, like, not spend money on it and mm -hmm. just try to do it. Like, right. And there were times where I had some gift cards that I was like, yeah. I'll put this gift card I wasn't using on anything else into yeah. it and, like, go out and experience, like, this day a little bit better. Yeah, yeah that's what um, I thought. Helps for special you, days. Like, set those limitations for yourself too if you're yeah. not spending money in there then sometimes you're like okay i gotta wait two hours for like things to recharge yep. or like you know however you yeah. gotta do it but uh um, now it is absolutely 100 percent socially acceptable to go buy all of the extra yeah. packages because we stuck inside for a bit and people like i don't think this is gonna last till august and July if it does we're very terrible at healthcare <laughs> and I like we're really bad at this um but this is most likely going to last through April probably at least into May um just because of how long the, ex the exposure period is right so, the thing is this first two weeks was just to basically see where we are this is, it's pretty right. yeah it's pretty it's, much to weed out those who've already been exposed and are going to get it and those right. who have not and to try and keep 
less people from getting it. Yeah. Um, um, on Steam, I I'm not I haven't gotten like super into it either, but um, a couple games basically that, all games are on there. I know pretty much. Um, I really like Don't Starve Together. That's a great multiplayer platform, and that server can hold like 20 players in one realm. See, I. I've seen Don't Starve. It's so fun! But I didn't know they had a multiplayer one. Yes, they have Don't Starve together. And I actually didn't play the original Don't Starve. I only played Don't Starve together. It was actually something like my, not my most recent ex, the one before that. And Mm -hmm. I did while he was away at college. But I would play it on my own because I loved it so much. It's a little hard to pick up on at first, but it's a lot of fun. Um, And then Kevin and I play Stardew Valley, which is a great game to play with people. I have some classics that are like classic dungeon crawlers, which means like you... Every time you play, the world is, like, generated specifically for that round. So it's a total random generated. Yeah. Um, So Binding of Isaac is basically like you're this little boy he's obsessed that with this game. <laughs> I've, I've been obsessed with it since it was a it was one of the first playstation plus games that was offered to me so i downloaded it for free started playing it and just like you get obsessed because there's challenges so like you're playing through and it's just like basically each room has its own challenge and puzzle based on the monsters in it mm-hmm. um and you and can't memorize it because of the layout changes every time. Everything changes. It's totally generated. Don't um, Starve does that too, but mm-hmm. it's not it's it's not like each time you log on, it's like each new new world you make. So like if you make a public server and you're playing with this many people, but then you make a private server with somebody else. So it's like Minecraft in that. Ex- yeah, it's every just like Minecraft. It yeah, totally it's totally changes. different. Just like uh-huh. the layout and stuff. Um which keeps it I interesting. Just to say that um if you have ever been thinking about playing Dungeons and dragons this is like a really good time to get into that too yeah oh, everyone's at home so find a discord group and do discord chat with dungeons yeah. and dragons and people are people Google are doing Hangout that out yeah. is a great way to talk um i don't know so sitting here for a while. um yeah so that that's Binding of Isaac was one. Oh, spelunky is another one where it's basically the same thing but instead of like a kid that's in like a nightmare dungeon realm thing that of his own you know uh it's this dude in a cave going spelunking and you like have snakes and stuff attacking you and mm-hmm. you just have like to, to go through each of the different puzzles that was also user ge- or computer generated each time so yeah like the organ trail for spelunkers yeah yeah and it's it's really nice because you can play the same thing and basically the reward for playing it over and over again is like as you do certain things you unlock new items and power-ups and stuff so the mm-hmm. next time you play it one of the random things that you find might be this new item, and then yeah. you get to play with that. Um, mm-hmm. If you are stuck inside with multiple people and you have like a PlayStation, um, Broforce is such a fun game. Mm-hmm. It oh, is, that is a fun one, yeah. It, it, it's like a side scrolling shooter, like, like basically like Super Mario Brothers, but like you're a like shooter that totally like changes depending on uh like what weapon you can yeah yeah so like like you uh they have like bro versions of famous characters and it's hysterical by the way um and so like if you're like the mcgruber guy you're like throwing dynamite instead of like shooting so like it's just like it is a hysterical game it's so much fun it's high energy and you like honestly I've replayed it a few times with different people just to see their reactions to like when a new character is introduced yeah. and it, I love it so Broforce go for that it's a really funny game but I'm like I'm like that age group where I'm like just on the cusp of like being out of touch and not being out of touch so like I'll be like playing it with Daniel and I'll be like which one am I? <laughs> yeah. he's like the one that's dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that happens to me at the beginning of like any game that i start playing the, that's uh, why my friends are like get the new call of duty and i'm like i don't i don't want to suck at it for three months <laughs> and then after three months everyone's going to be onto some new game and i'll have spent 60 dollars to not be good at it <laughs> there uh something else that i want to make very clear this just occurred to me because i hear like a leaf blower or something the social distancing right now does not include like 
not going outside. Like, you can still go on a walk around your neighborhood if you mm-hmm. like that, or take your dog on a walk. But avoid people while you do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Which if you is like the to, best walk. Right. Like, if you like to run, that's totally fine. You know, they've closed a lot of national, they've closed a lot of parks so mm-hmm. that people can't go in large crowds. But, you know, like, if you're at home all day and you want to go for a run at one in the afternoon when most likely people aren't doing that, like, that's totally acceptable for you to do. I have a question about that. When they say they close the national parks or whatever, like, the, I, what they put in the email about, like, Tyler Park, say, for instance, is that, like, the bathrooms are going to be closed, the, mm-hmm. like, all the public services aren't mm-hmm. going to be there. But they can't really stop you from, like, walking around in there. Right. So for a while, the gates were closed yeah. to that park um and you like you couldn't drive into it i mean you're right you can't stop people from walking into them but i guess they can cut off you know like parking lots mm-hmm. and driving access which like again you know makes sense because you know you all park close to you know you interact and blah 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 but i i i don't I, I honestly don't know because you know if you're in there after hours quote unquote you can you can get in trouble for that if there's somebody on staff to tell you to leave right i don't know and i don't, I don't know if they're considered a sign i don't know if they're i don't really want to be in there after hours anyway but it would right. be like in the afternoon i that's like a good place that's spacious to mm-hmm. take Pokemon a walk too. well yeah that too but you're not like whenever i'm in there i'm never like that close to anyone anyway right. because it's such a big park so I yeah feel like... so there's probably fewer people exactly. what you would think that's I, what I'm thinking. There might also be more people because everyone's thinking the same Maybe, thing. Like, right. if I go to the park, no one's going to be there. Um, um, if you're a, if you're a gardener, now's a really good time to start your seeding. It is the end of March. Yeah, And yeah. You, for Get the most part, you can keep started. those seeds indoors anyway. Yeah, uh, your Grow lettuces and spinaches and stuff all do really well this time of year anyway. Like, this is peak. Mm-hmm. This is, like, this is really good. Yeah, get it started because it's going to... We're gonna have a good summer. <laughs> it's uh, this is this is definitely a very unique situation that we're all in. I never expected to see something like this in my lifetime. Well, I, mean, I expect something like this crops. all the time. I just, <laughs> I'm surprised that I'm not like patient zero. Like, this. like this, that's what my anxiety normally I, tells me. Like, I mean, like you see epidemics all the time, but like I didn't expect a global pandemic. I also really like how 2020 has gone. January worried about World War Three, <laughs> and then it's like february global pandemic and you're like what 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 is going on yeah someone uh i was i was talking about like the generations the other day and and i was telling people like um basically like the thing that's going around right now is uh that the people are still blaming millennials for killing everything including uh the boomers right now right we're all over the age of like 25 guys the millennials have been praying to have something to help us stay at home right (laughs) the millennials are the ones telling the boomers to stay at home right Right, now they're all like if god wants me he'll take me yeah right right like like, i'm pretty sure god is telling us all right now the people on spring break from college right now god damn that's gen z Mm-hmm. The people and, in in Florida you right now, you idiots. That's totally. Well, it's Florida. It's right, right. Your standards have to be different. You know, right, right. But like and you're on a boat. Also, sure. like, not to be rude, but like, if Florida gets wiped out, I feel like I would turn to religion. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be like I asked for proof, and here it is. And there it is. Oh crap! <laughs> you took out Florida. This is everything but it's, Disney World. It's, it's the new Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> this is is definitely like oh my god and some there are some there are a lot of there are a lot of boomers that are not being smart about this at all oh the other thing that i really want to explain to people is wearing a single pair of gloves all day oh my god i say this all the time it does not protect you also cash register people who wear the same pair of gloves for all of their money exchange you should be changing gloves in between people because if that person is transmitting there's not enough gloves i know there's not enough but then you're better off just not using them and and like hand washing in between you know what i mean can we talk about how great taco bell had it like we went to taco bell last week and they had uh the the credit card scanner just ready to go and they were just like they handed the credit card thing out the window and they were like just slide your card in there yeah and then like i took the card out and then they just handed me the bags not i didn't touch 
anything that went back into their store. Which is which is like, smart. Yeah. I feel they like had what it I'm down. hoping is that a lot of places just adopt these policies going forward as like just regular health control. Because some right. of them are just better. Like yeah. it's some of so them much make more better. Sense anyway, like it's not like we're getting rid of our flu season just because we like get a, if we get a, a uh, whatchamacallit vaccine for this virus so like right well and also this is probably just going to be once we get the vaccine it's still going to be an issue it's just oh, yeah, going to be a third be... it's going to be flu cold and covid season like right and and, right. and when we do create a vaccine there's going to be a huge chunk of people that don't get it anyway so that's my favorite thing right now is that we're not hearing from the anti-vaxxer community mm. they're not like just rub some elderberries on the soles of your feet and covid will just float out of your nose right. like you know like we're not hearing those ridiculous things right now which is great yeah um, um but those are probably the people out and about right now because they're like oh this is just all part of nature right i'm getting and, the and antibodies like, yeah. in my stroll through the woods and that's not that's not quite how uh, how that works nope. i do want to reassure i don't like i don't know if, if you know any pregnant people or anybody who has a newborn i do want to reassure them that um if you are pregnant and get it or you have a newborn and you get it I mean, if you have a newborn and you get it, you can just wear a mask when you're, like, breastfeeding or you can pump and feed them. But your infant's going to get antibodies from you, whether mm -hmm. it's in utero or drinking your breast milk. So, I mean, like, it's, it's, there, like, there, there are some built-in protections that our bodies do have, but unfortunately it's not. And it's still not hitting young kids very hard right no i think there's one case that's floating around right now of a 12 year old who ended up on a ventilator okay. i get the feeling she had other comorbidities or yeah. like logically from a nurse's standpoint she most likely either had other comorbidities or she's had symptoms for a while and treatment was pushed off mm -hmm. like they might not have thought it was that or they might have just you know, um, like there's there's most likely more to the story than just 12 year old gets COVID and is now on yeah. respirator, mm -hmm. you know, um, not that I'm negating that case. Those things like if you have multiple comorbidities or you wait these symptoms out too much, that yeah. very much can be you. But for the most part, younger people who are in good shape with few comorbidities and know how to appropriately take care of themselves and wash mm -hmm. their hands and not spread, those people for the most part are being fine. Yeah. Um, I did read about a case of one of the deaths that happened in Seattle, and it was a guy that seemed like very healthy, but as a kid, he had asthma. And so like he got the virus and it brought his asthma back. I'm and sure. he probably, I don't think he, I don't know the whole details, but he probably didn't have everything to take care of the asthma because he didn't have symptoms for a while. Right. Um, so if you had childhood asthma and you don't have an inhaler anymore, um, just keep an eye on your symptoms yeah. and see if your doctor might give you a, an inhaler in case. I yeah, Res rescue, inhaler, uh, rescue inhalers for a past medical history of asthma that you've outgrown is something that I'm pretty sure your primary care physician, who is no, like if you've seen the same primary for mm -hmm. a while or they know that it's a record of yours, they can write you a script for a rescue inhaler and it is a very smart thing to consider right now. Right, because it's a respiratory virus. So mm -hmm. if, if it starts to bring back old symptoms of asthma, you don't want to... You don't want to die of an asthma right. attack. If you're the kind of person that um, is very susceptible to like pneumonias and bronchitis and stuff like that, you should also be on high alert. Even though pneumonia and this COVID are not the same thing, it would be smart to go get your pneumonia vaccine if you haven't gotten it mm -hmm. yet and you're susceptible to those things because viruses like the flu and COVID-19 can turn into pneumonias. So mm -hmm. at least if you have that vaccine, you know, you're, pre you're preventing further deterioration of symptoms um you know th these these are things a lot of people should be taking into consideration if you have chf or other heart conditions and you get these high fevers and these exacerbation episodes it's it's gonna you're you're considered the high risk population it is not just the elderly and the immunocompromised even though they are the two biggest high risk populations if you have multiple comorbidities or get very sick very easily 
you know, you're one of those people that should be taking extra precautions. Um, wearing a single, like I was saying earlier, wearing a single pair of gloves all day does nothing for you if you are still touching your face and touching your phone and putting that up to your face and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear a pair of gloves into the grocery store and take them off afterwards and wash your hands, that's fine. Wearing gloves also does not negate the necessity for washing your hands. Mm -hmm. In case you haven't noticed, when nurses take our gloves off, we still sanitize or wash our hands. Um, so cool. that's important. Same thing with the mask. If you do wear a mask out and about, um, and when you go to take it off, wash your hands because that shit can sit on the strings. Or if you grab it from the front, <laughs> then it's on your fingers. Um, if you're wearing a reusable mask, you should wash it every day. Because again, the way this virus is living, we don't know how long it will survive on that surface. Um, like these are, these are like people, people seem to be taking the initial steps, but they're not, they're not like thinking them all the way through. It's like running down a hill, you mm -hmm. know, they're like, yeah, I can run down this and then things speed up and you're like, whoa, 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 I How can't do I run stop? down this, <laughs> right? And then you're tumbling forward face first. Um, yes. So these are things that people really need to be considering. Okay. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, what, what are some things that you're doing during the quarantine? Yeah. If you know um, any fun games that you can play like online, let us know. If you are creating art, post it online for everyone to see and it, tag us in it. Yeah. So we see it. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're writing songs, yeah! great time, great time to start a SoundCloud, a band camp or band lab, mm -hmm. like go start your account up, put some stuff up and send it to me. I'll listen. Yeah. Um, if you, if you um, come across any cool recipes that you've tried. Yeah, you know, quarantine recipes. Yeah, share them with us. You can post them on our Millenniating Facebook page or like Dan said, you can reach out to one of us and we'll share it. Yeah. Um, this is a really great time to kind of get back to some at-home basics. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we're forced to be home, so might as well figure out some new stuff. Right. All right, cool. so tune in. Um, we don't know if it'll be next week or sooner. We're, we're kind of... We're kind of trying to record and release on an as-needed basis right now. We're still going to try to do at least one a week, but if we get, like, a dramatic update on the disease, we'll probably get back together and record together um, for an update from, like, you know, a medical perspective. Yeah. And, and if they're, like, National Guard says don't leave your house, then we'll figure out how to record from... Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something <laughs> we'll out. We'll do, like, a <laughs> video chat recording. <laughs> All right, so uh, tune in when we post another. Check out my TikTok and Instagram at Gabrielle Bellardo. Dan's is at Dan Feld slash at Dan Bryan, I think. One of what them are we talking about? TikTok? TikTok and Instagram. One's one, the other's TikTok one. would be, uh, yeah, Instagram's Dan Feld. TikTok is Dan.Bryan. Um, follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash millennianing, M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-T-I-N-G. Um, share whatever you're doing during this quarantine um, on that page. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace Bye. out.